Welcome to the Morty Vicar podcast from B&A Church in Bristol with James Stevenson and Wayne Massey. This podcast is a conversation about culture, theology and life. Um, we riff on whatever it is we want to talk about. Sometimes <laughs> it's our lives, sometimes it's what's happening in the news. Yeah. Then we apply what theology, thinking about God, uh, would mean to that and hopefully help us and you to follow and discover life in Jesus. Um, we're sat in, uh, it's, a, it's a room we call the Link Room because it links the two halls on one of our buildings on the Gloucester Road. So behind yeah. me is a toddler group, yeah. which has gone from, because of COVID restrictions easing, they've been able to go from having 15 in to having 30 in now. Yeah. Um, which has been really interesting. It's a real blessing because so many people with really young and little ones have yeah. found it really hard the past year. Um, so if you do any, hear any noise, it, that's what that is. It's a toddler group. Now, James, I thought we could have a conversation about, um, about conversations I've been having with a lot of people. Yes. And, and uh, sometimes very expectedly, but sometimes I must confess <laughs> with people who are Christians uh, some, they, that really disappoint me. And it goes like this, is I, I bump into people and they say, oh, how are you? Da, 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 da. And then they go, when are you going back to church? Or are you back in church yet? And, and I generally <laughs> kind of go, I, I generally have kind of, go, oh, well, we never stopped being church or we never, you know. Um, but let's have a talk about that kind yes. of that concept that, that actually I think exists for a lot of Christians as well as a lot of people who aren't Christians, that the idea that as restrictions ease, that the church will be, will be going back to church. Yes, so if you're listening to this and you have had similar experiences or confusions in how to use language around this conversation, then we're all in the same boat because yep. you and I have struggled with those conversations and we're paid to think, think about, about these things and answer those questions. So, but, so, so we'll come back to it later, but essentially this is about, un- underneath this is a, is a clash of cultures around what church is and, and who it's for and, and why we do it. Brilliant, so I was going to say, so the thing behind the thing is actually you'll answer the question... Uh, in any which way, depending on what yeah. you believe church is. Yes. So, and, and, and let's it could go there be that first. you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, um, and actually would just encourage you to, to think about this, because church, church is a formative part of the society in which we live, whether we like it or not, and so how Christians are thinking about it is important, and so we want you to understand that. So, so James, yes. what, James, tell me, what is church? Uh, so uh, I, the, uh, let me just unpick this, this, this phrase that's, that you mentioned, back to church, and we're, we're just going to focus on those three words, but we're going to do it in reverse order. So first, what is church? It's clear that in the New Testament, um, church is people. It's a, it's a gathering of people and a calling out of people from a, another group, and it's the calling out of the followers of Jesus. And so, at, you know, the, the church is the, is the people and not, and not the steeple. Um, you know, it's, 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 the, it's um, a people, it's referred to as a bride, and the bride of Christ in the New Testament. Um, and so when we think about church, you and I, our impulse is to think about people. The culture in which we live thinks about church primarily as a building. Brilliant. Let's go. So if you think about scripture, God puts Adam and Eve in a garden, yeah. people, relationship with them. He calls a man and his family, Abraham. Yeah. He rescues a people from Egypt to take them mm. to a promised land. Um, when uh, the church, Pentecost, is a, it's a new Israel. It's a new, mm. There's no Jew, no Gentile, there's one people. The role of the temple in the life of um, the Jewish 
um, faith was, that was where God dwelt and where his people went to meet with him. Mm. Um, but Israel wasn't the temple. Mm. Um, and the book ends with a city, but it's not about the city, it's about the people who live in the city with God. Mm. So, so that's biblical. Church is not a building, yeah. it's, it's a people. Um, Paul pushes it uh, and he talks about how the temple is the temple is now the people of God and we are the living stones. So if you wanted to meet with God in the Old Testament, you went to the temple because that's where he dwelt. And Paul says, no, 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 no. He now dwells in the living stones of his people. So if you want to meet with God, you just need to find the Jesus people. You don't need to go to a building. Yeah, that's Paul's point. But, okay. but, this, but this is so deeply embedded into the way that we Thing. So how do we get the, the, la- the la- everyday language we use doesn't reflect that. So even this morning, I said to my wife, Nikki, I'm going to walk down to church rather than cycle down to church. And as I said it, I then corrected myself and said, I'm going to walk down to the church offices. And the reason I corrected it like that is that I'd had an email from somebody um, yesterday saying, I'll see you down at the church offices. And I was reminded that he'd actually used languages, language that reflected what this space is for us. It's the, it's the offices where, um, where those who work at the church are based. And, and so even in our everyday language, we will reflect what we would term as a, a Christendom mindset where church is a building. And that, that was actually one of the um, p- reports that was written about the Church of England in 1980s, in the 1980s called Faith in the City, essentially described this country's understanding of church has invested in three things, uh, a people, buildings, and its priests, its, its clergy. And so we can be viewed as the embodiment of the church, though people wouldn't, You've uh, mentioned- we wouldn't recommend that. Um, but there is within our culture deeply embedded language and thinking that makes church so, both the so people and the building. Yeah, so you've mentioned um, Christendom, and I suppose there's a, there's a great book if everybody's got the, the, the time to read it called The Triumph of Christianity mm-hmm. by a, an author called Rodney Stark. Yeah. But the early church uh, is kicked out of the synagogues, kicked mm-hmm. out, you know, and banned from the temple, and are a people, and then and then what happens is there's a point, and plague plays a key role in this, where mm. um, the Roman Empire is one for Christianity, but then actually Christianity becomes institutionalised. So actually, a lot of the the layout of our buildings harks back to to yeah. Roman buildings and clerics, and and so actually the church becomes institutionalised, and in becoming institutionalised, roles like yours and mine and buildings become important. So we're at the end of um, you know over one and a half thousand years of institutionalized institutionalized christianity which yeah. is why we struggle to think of church beyond yeah. a building so in the the um in the pandemic and the closing of church door or church building doors <laughs> i did it just then church building doors and the um the move away from christendom accelerated in our minds and in a lot of other people's minds so that um, the church had to exist in people's homes as they couldn't go to a church building. Um, And actually, as we and many other churches around the world engaged in the mission of God in serving the poor and the most vulnerable, suddenly we began to to think of church... um, and use language around church as something that wasn't just happening in homes or in a building on a Sunday. Um, 
when we serve the poor in our weekly meal for the homeless and vulnerable, it's called soul food. I had a conversation with somebody the other week and said, actually, this is part of what it means for us to be church. Um, and there are other expressions we call them, little church, that that is church. So when the, 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 the word to is used in that phrase, back to church, that causes awkwardness for both of us because it implies that church is a place rather than a people. Um, and, and it doesn't enable us to think about the kingdom of God. So in the New Testament, in Acts in particular, the church is constantly catching up with the kingdom. God is ahead of the church. He's ahead into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. And the church is catching up with what the Holy Spirit is doing as the kingdom of God breaks in so the primary so the primary so the, so the primary thing thing we think about with the word two is movement yes. and what you've just unpacked brilliantly there is 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 a theological and a biblical understanding of of movement within the kingdom of god and within faith is that god moves first he creates first mm. he comes looking yeah, for adam yeah. and eve first he calls abraham god moves first yes um and we talk about um the, the phrase is the missio day the god who is on mission and that we are joining in so actually movement begins with god and yet the phrase back to church implies that the prime movers are us going to find <laughs> yeah. some stationary yeah. god who's locked himself in a building and is waiting for us to, to turn return. up <laughs> yes um, yeah so, so we've taken the word and we've we've it's not that we've slightly misunderstood what that what movement is it's actually we've turned it completely around by i was going by 180 degrees we've made ourselves the prime movers towards god as opposed to god being the prime mover towards us and and you just need to go there's this thing we celebrate at christmas called the incarnation which you know <laughs> mainly is about the, the 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 extent that god will move towards us that he'll become one of us yes and it's not to say that gathering together as the body of christ in one place and worshipping isn't really important. It's good to do. Do not give up meeting together. It, it, it is re- it's important. But it is to say that that is not the sole expression of church. So meeting in a building um, is going to be a beautiful thing. Um, uh, it is a beautiful thing. We will not stop doing that. But it is it only a partial expression of what it means for us to be church meeting in homes meeting in little churches is a vital part of what it means to be church we see that in the new testament there's the temple and home but also um being the church we are the church on the mission of god in the mission of god um outside of the walls of a home outside of the walls of a church um is part of what it means to be church so Going back to church, um, uh, if we if we just say yes, we're going back to church on this date, it um, misrepresents what it means for us to have been church in this last year or so. Where actually we have been church in homes when we've been allowed to. We've been um, uh, together. We've been church in homes when we've just been ourselves with other members of our families in in homes if if other members of our families had been christians and um it it um 
it misses the fact that we've been serving the poor, serving others, the most vulnerable um, through the pandemic as restrictions have allowed and been church in those settings um, where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst of them. So that's that's two. And, and then um, sorry, I'm in danger of going on a bit of a, a rant here, Wayne, but but um, the the phrase back or the word back is something that I struggle with because. Um, it, if you think about this through the lens of, of what happens on our screens, um, when I watch something, I can press stop, I can press pause, I can press rewind, I can press fast forward or skip back, skip forward if you're a YouTuber. Um, but with the church of Jesus Christ, the only mode that it is ever in is play. <laughs> Yeah, because God is alive and he is here with us. He's not wanting us to exist in a year previous to this or as I have done in the past six months ahead of where we are now. He's not God hasn't stopped in the pandemic. He's not paused. Um, He's not in need of rebooting. Um, He's here now and alive and what is happening now um is um what yeah he he cares about that and so we're not going going back to implies a resetting and a rewinding um to where we have been previously um uh, and some people may not hear that but that's that's what i hear particularly because we're in an institution that that probably you know as rick warren says you don't drive by looking in your rear view mirror you look at what's ahead of you um, and we have to be honest and recognize that we're part of an institution that likes to drive by looking in its rear view mirror so the phrase back to can can express something of that cultural jarring and want to return to something rather than actually the lord has done um, an astonishing thing in his church during the pandemic and we want to join in with what he's doing and and, and he's pressing play. So, so let's... yeah. So what you want to do is you want to fil- filter your desires around what church might or could or should look like as the pandemic eases. So a desire to gather with others to celebrate who Jesus is and to worship mm. is good and biblical and holy. Mm. Um, a desire that above all else it must look like. And it could be whatever style of church it was you liked. And, it, you know, it's probably idolatrous, actually. Um, you know, so, and that could be around, you know, modern evangelical worship with guitars and drums. Or it could be around traditional worship with choirs. Yeah. But a design that says it must be like that is idolatry. A desire to gather with God's people to celebrate Jesus is good. And it's about filtering those desires and trying to work out where they lie within us. Paul, in, to the Philippians, he is talking about his old life. Uh, in Judaism but he talks about forgetting what lies behind and uses mm. the image of a runner who's running towards a prize and um, Tom Holland again in, the, in Dominion which we just keep referencing uh, all the time <laughs> but he points out you know uh, he's not the first to point this out but one of the gifts of um, the, the Jewish and the Christian faith to, to the world is this idea that history has, has an end uh, a, tele, uh, a teleos a goal somewhere that it's headed and as the church, we're all, we are headed towards that goal. And interesting enough, we are ahead mm. of the curve because we know the one who is, who is the goal. Mm. And so every time culture shifts and changes, 
we, we, we join in back to the two thing with what mm. God is doing um, in being his church in that new culture. Mm. Uh, and the times when um, the tide of faith has gone out is the times when the church has forgotten that God moves first and has forgotten that mm. how the church was doing stuff might have been cultural and not, um, and not godly or, 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 and, and therefore might need to change. And we sense that we're in one of those seasons at the moment that the gift of COVID to the Church of Jesus Christ is actually what does it look like to be the church in post-Christendom in the West and to be moving towards people with the good news of Jesus and not asking them to come to you. So I've just started watching a drama on Netflix called Lupin. Um, The French one? The French one. And have you noticed? I know this is my tangent, everybody, but actually... It, no, it's ne- my tangent. No, no, but no, no, no. Are you telling the city? On Netflix, French shows don't have to be very good, but because they're in French and filmed in Paris, like uh, 10%, uh, uh, call my agent. We love them. Anyway, tell me about Lupin. Um, so I, I did French to A-level, but um, when I found myself in a McDonald's 10 years ago in, off a French motorway, I, I could barely make an order. Um, uh, it's okay, you just need to press on the screen. <laughs> I like that picture. Um, but but I, I found that as I've been listening to the French, actually, um, I've been remembering what I had previously learnt. And so the, there's something about how um, language and being around people who are speaking in it just you just kind of pick it up and i think what we have to recognize is that the world around us still speaks the end of christendom it, it's it, it has expectations of what the church will do and be and so in the language of going back to church there is a cultural expectation of what the church will do and be and um the, the church does not expect the world does not expect the church um, to, um, to bring the resurrected Jesus to it. It expects us to be nice and to be contained um, and to, to bless it when it, it wants it to. And, and so what we're experiencing is a struggle around language that um, when the question is framed by the world to us, or even within the church, when are you going back to church? We're trying to give voice to a different language which the world does not expect us to speak and so what we need to do is we need to pray um, that God would give us that new language that will enable us to to give voice to what he has been birthing in us in our hearts during this time so that we can speak with confidence and say words to the effect of actually as you said earlier God's church never stopped and and, and we are the church and we have buildings um, that we go to, but actually we have homes that we go to and we have a city that we're called to. And, and, and you know, that again, that's language. You can coach it, but it, it, it's at its best when it, it's, the, it's the overflow of, of the heart um, through which the mouth speaks. Um, and so we pray that actually God will give birth to a new language because he's quite good at doing that. Um, in us that enables us to speak to a culture that wants to contain us in buildings um, and have particular expectations of us um, but actually we're we're, we're not going to relearn that language and um, we're going to speak the new language that god has put in our hearts so if somebody says to you when are you going back to church 
Don't go, oh, we just have. Don't say, oh, we never stopped, because that, that also will turn them off. Do say, we're doing this, and then invite them. And it could be your home, it could be a Sunday gathering, it could be a soul food, it could be a Boxes of Hope, it could be a Beyond the Gate, it could be an Alpha course. But just say, we're doing this, would you like to come? Um, that was more Vicar, Culture, Theology and Life. And um, we'll be back again with another episode, As Sure As Eggs Is Eggs. God bless.